0: And welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always, here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back, and enjoy. For this midweek episode, and this week, we are going to be going over Diablo mainly three and four because they're the ones that I've played. But Diablo as a whole, we're going to be going the is it we're going to be going over the is it worth playing. Uh, category or uh, sub-weekly? Is it sub week? I-, I think it is. Um, yeah, episode this week. And uh, again, it is another Blizzard title. I'm ideally going to do all the Blizzard titles because they're ones that I'm quite familiar with. And they're the ones that I've played the most, but obviously there are some random ones thrown in like The Heroes of Might and Magic and Stronghold Crusader. But with Diablo 4 beta just finishing this, uh, this past week, or this like a couple days ago i thought it would be best time to uh, get the info out there for those who are probably wanting to try diablo and didn't get a chance to play the beta or are kind of hesitant to download it because i know that it is a big download so diablo 3 and 4 what is it it is they're two very different games in terms of how they play now but so i'll start with diablo 3 diablo 3 and diablo 4 are role playing games or they're are they role-playing games? I've forgotten they like genre type. Uh, yeah, I believe they are. Um, essentially, you create a character you can pick from many different classes. Diablo 3 has monk, crusader, wizard, necromancer, demon hunter, etc. Di- uh, Diablo 4 has 5. It has druid, necromancer, rogue, uh, barbarian, and uh, necro. No sorcerer. Sorcerer being the wizard class, obviously. And essentially what you do is you level up, kind of like World of Warcraft. You level up your character and you become more and more powerful and you gain new abilities and you can transform these abilities in many different ways. You get five or six different runes uh, to change how the ability works um, in Diablo 3 and in Diablo 4 you get a talent tree um, And uh, we haven't had a chance to experience the entire talent tree yet as we were only allowed to level up to level 25 in the beta and the max level is level 50 before you go into Paragon level. And uh, essentially it means that you can chop and change your build constantly. There's many different builds, there's better builds, there's worse builds, there's more fun builds and uh, they're all different in how they interact with each other, stuff like that. You can go for a purely you know one shot build you can go for massively high consistent damage you can go for a lot of stuff um and this is both in Diablo 3 and 4 and then you pair that with stuff like legendaries you can make your uh, character as powerful as you want through these legendaries and you can uh, like utilize legendaries without actually having to use the legendary so you kind of imbue yourself with this legendary or up to three in Diablo 3's case um, you can use stuff that is in well, like you use gems. You put gems into your gear to make yourself better. You give yourself more health through this, or more damage, or more um, life per here, anything like that. And essentially, the idea of the games is that you're looking to just consistently kill a lot of mobs to level up. There is obviously a storyline uh, based on the games, and the storylines are actually really good. They um Diablo the three um, storyline rivals that of WoW, uh, as well as the cinematics in it, um, the small cutscenes, all of that stuff. And it really makes you feel like a real influential part of the game, which is a really good um, positive in my opinion. But what I do like about Diablo is honestly, it's a mob grind um, as a type of game. So you're not just... The quest isn't just, oh, go kill 12 spiders, you go kill 12 spiders and come back. It's, oh, you have to travel to this location, you have to go into a dungeon in order to save this person or whatever. And in between you doing that and getting back to hand in your quest, you might have leveled up three, four, five times even just by doing random stuff along the way. And that's because there's so many mobs to grind. There's so many other small things that you can do along the way. Like, oh, there's a dungeon. There's another dungeon that I can just hop into to get a legendary power. And then I can use this legendary later on. Or there's like a little cellar that I can go down, clear out, and I get bonus XP for that. You know, there's so many small things that you can do that mean that you're constantly doing something. Or there's just massive packs of, like, mobs that you can grind essentially, and a lot of the XP does come from mob grinding um, in Diablo, both Diablos 3 and 4, because the quests don't give you a lot. The quests are meant to send you to places, sure, they're meant to send you to places, but in between them places you have loads of mobs, you're not meant to skip them, you you obviously can, you could just run past them and whatnot. But essentially it leads you into other things, the quests, which is really, really good. Diablo 3 and Diablo 4 differ, however, in terms of multiplayer. So Diablo 3, you can have up to four people in a lobby and you can do sort of mythic keystone or greater rift stones, essentially, is what they're called. And these are the mythic plus equivalent um, for Diablo 3, you know, compared to World of Warcraft. And uh, this is good because obviously you can play with friends and stuff, you can make it public, but Diablo 4 is actually online fully online kind of like world of warcraft it's a multiplayer mass multiplayer nearly um it isn't as crazy as well you're not seeing two million people or like a city full of people you're seeing like probably hundreds in a main city that's about it when the launch goes live obviously you'll see about a hundred people i think they phase it quite well there's a lot of people that are phased but they don't allow more than a hundred people in a server because I would have thought mobs become a bit diminished at that point. There's not much to grind, essentially. But it is an online multiplayer. Um, Just not to the extent that WoW is, I guess. So this would um, incorporate world bosses, because world bosses do spawn in Diablo 4, unlike Diablo 3, where the only world boss you essentially have is the one that spawns on top of you, um, like, randomly. And you just have to defeat it then and there. And if you're solo, you have to kill it solo. If you're with a couple people, it's a lot easier in my opinion. But yeah, that's kind of what is different about Diablo 3 and 4. The the purpose of the game is obviously to complete the storyline and then make your character as good as possible. But the replayability comes from being able to chop and change your character consistently. You can have probably... For Diablo 3, you can probably have like five to ten builds on one character alone. And Diablo 4, I would imagine that there's going to be about the same um, viable builds on us. obviously. So the ones that do the most damage, the ones with the best uh, sort of consistent damage or burst damage, you know, that kind of thing. Um, is it easy to pick up the game? I would say it is. I'd say it's very easy to pick up. It's um, The movement is a bit weird and you might take a bit of time getting used to the movement. Because it is a click to move sort of basis. But you can click and hold and stuff like that. And then you right click to do damage and all of that. Um, It's very much through your mouse that you're playing the game rather than your keyboard. Um, Because obviously you'd think on a PC keyboard and mouse go hand in hand. But no it's all about the mouse in Diablo 3 and 4. Uh, Is it fun? Honestly it's very very enjoyable. It's one of the most enjoyable games that I've ever played. Um, like up there with WoW. WoW can get a bit dull sometimes. You can, like I've said in a previous podcast, you can lose interest for a ra- many reasons and for a different period of time. So you need other games to play in that stead. And Diablo 3 or 4, when it releases, is obviously one of the better choices because it's very close to home. It's still a Blizzard game, so you kind of understand, like that they make very good games. Like, no matter what they've done in the past, they have made very good games, and some people might not enjoy the games, but obviously um a lot of people do. Um Yeah, I, I would say it's very fun. It's very fun to get to the higher levels, get your abilities, start rolling, see what combinations you can build. At the start, it seems very slow, and it seems like, oh, okay, I've just got this one attack. Yeah, great, that's great fun it, it might seem boring but when you get to the higher levels you start to you know see what combos there are etc with your abilities and how you empower them and you figure out how the play style works that kind of thing um kind of like with druid i tried druid in the beta i played sorcerer in the early beta because i had a pre ordered diablo 4 and i played druid in the online uh, open beta and essentially, Druid felt so much slower uh, early game compared to the Sorcerer. But I was like, okay, I can I can sort of grind this out and give it a go. And then once I got to around level 20, it started to become, oh, I understand now what I need to do. So I'm constantly getting these stacks because I'm full health. You know, you're getting your legendaries, and your legendaries can sometimes make or break the class. And I think that's kind of the case with Druid, which is a bit annoying because there was one legendary which I needed um, and I didn't know that I needed and it was basically a melee attack speed because my, like, melee attacks, my primary attack was so slow, it was agonising. But when I got that, suddenly it's like, oh, this is suddenly a lot more enjoyable. So, yeah, it's very fun. There's a lot of different builds and different things that you can do in the game. Um, in order to make your character a bit better and a bit more functional and just more enjoyable overall. But I would say that it is a very fun game and it's quite easy to pick up. In terms of a rating for Diablo, it, it depends. You could be a hardcore Diablo fan and probably give it a 9 out of 10. It's that good Um, just because of how much replayability there is because there is a lot of different, different difficulties as well. So you can go up to difficulty in Diablo 3, 16 I believe. It's called Torment 16. So it goes normal, hard, expert, Torment, Torment one through 16. So it's a lot of levels, and these Torment levels are no joke. They're they're really hard. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of replayability, and you can really push your character to the limits with uh, the gear that you have. But essentially, I would give it a solid rating of probably seven point five, eight out of ten. It's something that you can just hop on and play and like remember immediately if you haven't played it for over a year. I have just recently done that. I haven't played it for over a year, but I remember exactly, you know, what my character does, kind of pick it up very quickly on my max level on Diablo 3. And Diablo 4, I think, will be the exact same. You could pick it up very quickly. And it is a game that you can just hop on as and when you feel like everything's too much in another game or you're bored of another game anything like that essentially but that is it for this episode thank you all very much for watching i do recommend checking out diablo uh, it has just finished its beta and will release in june june the 6th i believe it's very much worth checking it out and i would very much recommend it this time but thank you all once again and go with valor friend goodbye all